Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Friday, February 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, the U.S. government will be funded, but the president plans to declare a national emergency in order to build his wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. U.S. chipmaker NVIDIA gives a better outlook than expected. And Prime Minister Theresa May suffers yet another defeat on her Brexit plans in the House of Commons. Then, as Amazon announces it won't build its second headquarters in New York City, the FT's Lindsay Furtado, a Queens resident, takes us to the neighborhood to hear how the locals feel about the decision. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. On Thursday, U.S. President Donald Trump said he would sign a spending bill to keep the government open. But the president also said he plans to declare a national emergency to bypass Congress and secure funds for his wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. The decision prevents a government shutdown that would have taken effect on Friday. The bill he's signing provided some funds for a border barrier, but not the full amount Mr. Trump wanted. Declaring a national emergency to build a border wall takes the U.S. into uncharted territory. Multiple high-ranking Republican lawmakers have warned Mr. Trump against declaring a national emergency, and it sets the president's administration up for a legal battle. Critics say it would be unconstitutional to declare a crisis at the border, given that the situation there appears to be largely unchanged since Mr. Trump took office two years ago. NVIDIA, the chipmaker that sells to the gaming industry and data centers, has reported a better outlook on Thursday. Late last year, a slump in cryptocurrency markets dented its revenues and earnings. And last month, NVIDIA warned that the problems had spread. Investors were looking for news on the slower global growth that had dragged down demand for its gaming chips, particularly in China. On Thursday, Chief Executive Jensen Wong gave an upbeat prediction of a rebound in the second half of this year. The computing needs of Earth is is not certainly been satisfied with what was shipped last quarter. Even though he was cautious on the company's prospects in the short term. However, NVIDIA also pointed to a rebound later in its fiscal year, for which it predicted revenues that would be flat to slightly down compared with the year that just ended. Wall Street had been expecting a bigger drop of about 4%. Shares in the group jumped 7% in after-hours trading on Thursday. And Prime Minister Theresa May faced yet another defeat in her Brexit plans in the House of Commons on Thursday. Mrs. May asked her MPs to vote for a government motion on her Brexit Plan B, and she lost that vote. The ayes to the right, 258. The noes to the left, 303. The motion invited MPs to rubber stamp a Brexit strategy that seemed to point in two directions. The motion endorsed a Commons vote last month that instructed Mrs. May to get Brussels to agree to an alternative to the Irish backstop. But the motion also endorsed a second Commons vote last month that rejected a no-deal Brexit. Since the motion was non-binding, MPs who disliked either element saw it as a chance to have a free hit on Brexit. Mrs. May is planning to return to Brussels next week to try to salvage her deal. But now EU leaders are wondering why they would make concessions to a prime minister who doesn't seem to have much authority. And here's a closer look at one of today's big stories. So I'm Lindsay Furtado. I'm a reporter at the Financial Times, and I'm also a Queens resident. Today, Amazon announced that it's no longer planning to build its second headquarters in Long Island City after local politicians opposed the move. We're heading to the neighborhood now to speak to some local residents and local business owners and get a sense of how they feel about Amazon's departure from Long Island City. 
And why did they reverse their decision? They reversed their decision in the face of opposition from local politicians and also Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's a U.S. congresswoman who represents Northwest Queens and the Bronx. Here's her quote. Amazon's a billion dollar company. The idea that it will receive hundreds of millions of dollars in tax breaks at a time when our subway's crumbling and our communities need more investment, not less, is extremely concerning. There were several reasons for the opposition. It was partly because of the more than $3 billion in tax incentives that the state and the city of New York had promised Amazon as an enticement to come. But also people were opposed to Amazon because of some of their tactics. They opposed Amazon as being anti-union, and they also opposed Amazon as having aligned itself with ICE, which is an agency that they are opposed to. Amazon promised to bring jobs to Long Island City. They promised 25,000 jobs. The average salary was going to be $150,000. It would have brought an influx of high-paid workers to the area. It would have promised gentrification. And also, it probably would have attracted a lot of other businesses, too. It would have attracted more restaurants, people, you know, hoping to serve that new community that was coming in. So we went to Long Island City. We went to the city building, which was the site of where Amazon was planning to initially have its offices, and spoke to some of the local business people. Um, we spoke to Alex, the owner of Uno Mas Burritos and Bowls, a food truck that was just next to the city building, it's where it's parked. And he also lives nearby in Woodside, Queens. I think it's a sad decision because I thought it was gonna be a good, good business for me. Yeah. Because they are gonna, they was gonna come here at the building right here. Yeah. But just down the road from where the food truck was parked, a local business called a rubber supply company, one of the family owners named Francis, he said that their business had been there for decades and that they would probably have to move out of the neighborhood if Amazon had moved in because the rent would have gone up so much. You bring up, you're bringing the price up if Amazon comes out here. And half yeah. these buildings are rented, not even rented. And you can't afford to rent a studio for 2800 a month. From there, we decided to head to the press conference of uh, local state senator, Michael Giannaris, who deposed the move. On our way, we chatted with Oscar, our Uber driver, who's a college student studying computer science in Queens. I was actually looking forward for Amazon coming because uh, they're probably going to offer more jobs. And I'm right now in college, and I'm going to graduate. Yeah. So I was hoping I can work for them. But... Yeah. Michael Giannaris represents Western Queens, and he was a huge part of the opposition, and possibly part of the reason why Amazon shied away from coming here. He slammed the company today at this press conference, saying that um, it was a shakedown, pure and simple. Housing crisis that would have resulted from this, the, the ongoing problems with their subways, the lack of school space in Hunters Point, where this uh, facility would have been located, have been uh, increasing uh, in dimension for years. Uh, Amazon's presence would have made that worse, and yet there was no conversation about how the infrastructure of New York City would be able to handle Amazon's presence here. From Michael Giannaris' office, we took another Uber <laughs> down to a small demonstration in Long Island City. It was a group of community organizers who were ho holding a demonstration to celebrate the fact that Amazon was not coming to the city. In a statement today, Amazon said that they do not intend to reopen the HQ2 search, but they will proceed as they had planned in Northern Virginia and in Nashville, and will continue to hire and grow at its corporate offices across the country and in Canada. Bye. 
You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back on Monday for all the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Fiona Simon, Amy Keene, and me, Eric Krupke. Our editor is Amelia Mahasik. Robert Shrimsley is editorial director for the Financial Times. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.